Gentlemen, hey. sophisticated fucks. Look at I love it. <laughs> ah, what's up? What's up, boys? Look at these Batman a thousand tonight, huh? Batman a thousand with these 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 sharp looking gentlemen over here with their bird stuff on. I'm the only one who's, who's not wearing anything Eagles. Oh, really. I got my Eagles pants on. There you go. Hey, I almost showed you guys my nuts. That would have been really <laughs> guys. Man, you can't done. stop talking about nuts tonight. What That's is another that? version of giving the bird? Jeez. <laughs> oh, Sometimes you got to flash a little ball. That's all, Joe. Hey. Sponsored by Manscaped. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but That's fired up. Yeah, I keep forgetting what podcast we have. I just want, I just need a weed whacker. 2.9, whatever. What are they on? 2.6. Weed whacker. That bad. Dude, on, it looks like Osama bin Laden's beard right now. A weed whacker. It's been that long, man. <laughs> It's been years. It's been years. Just the tip. It's been years. <laughs> oh, God. All right, hey, Dom. Hey, Dom. Hey. hey. What's hey. up, fellas? We have uh, a show tonight. Oh. <laughs> we, got Sorry. A, we got a lot of information going on around the outside, right? The sponsors are next to Rich and Joe. Yes. Right? Down the bottom, we got all of our information, including the Drunk on Broad, Broad Street line, Call which we will debut Broad. that segment tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get to hear what the fans say, real live in game. Hopefully, we can start building this up. Some in game, more it's more post game reaction. Yeah, we have a very interesting hot take about a guy who doesn't even play for this team anymore. Of course not. (laughs) Of course not. Always revisionist history. Why does anybody care about Jalen Rager? All right, (laughs) why does anybody care about Jalen Rager? He didn't even get a snap. Hey, he had seven return yards the other day. Good seven. And he didn't fumble like Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon on the goal line last night. Oh my God. I wonder, I wonder if Jalen Rager is like Chris, what's up, buddy? I wonder if Jalen Rager is studying Justin Jefferson now that he gets to play like behind him. He can't read. Don't give him credit. Don't give him credit. He can't read. To be honest, Jay, that I mean, I I listen, I wish no ill will on the dude. But the dude has like negative talent. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't, I, agree. I, I can't say like his. Put it this way: his best catch as an eagle was a training camp play. I mean, it, just say. How bad is it that Rager and Jajal, two for a first and a second round pick, are? Pretty much, maybe not even. Well, Jay Jaws not in the league right now. Yeah, unless he got no. picked up. No. His mom picked him up from the airport with an umbrella. And and Rager, you know, he's probably on his last leg. So it's like Jesus, two guys like that we thought 
I didn't expect greatness, but I expected something. Oh, a solid starter. Man. I, I, Jay, that, I agree. I expected something. I I expected exactly. Zilch. Some kind of product. Yeah. We got oh, There's trades in sleeper. Zero zilch nada when you trade <laughs> something for nothing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, uh, the new kid, Zach, in our one league. Justin Jefferson's doing just fine. Enjoy Nashi Harris. <laughs> Enjoy that. Ouch. Oh, yeah, that came full circle because I had Justin Jefferson. You had Justin. If you kept Justin Jefferson, Jason would have had Justin Jefferson. He did because he needed running backs. But Jason would have had Devontae Adams this week, Justin Jefferson, and Jamar Chase. They would put up like 120 points together. And Josh Allen. So he would have had 150 on four players. Hold on. Hold on, Rich. Do I have to cue taps? Yeah. No, because I think Jason still like killed it. No. I'm (laughs) okay, though. I got A.J. Brown, so I'll take it. Oh shit! And you have a oh, that's right. Well, yeah. I wouldn't have had him, but it don't matter. You you did fine. Anyway, Don, sorry, fantasy no, bird time, bird time. I want to I want to get at these calls, Don. Really I want to hear it. Hold on, cue the music here. Right, we got one and zero, baby. Right, one and zero. Listen, we got we got big things happening. We got the offense. We had. We had the offense putting up points, right? We did. Yeah, 31 we did. points by the offense, right? Legit. So we got – listen, in this league – Right, so listen. So my my thought on this, right, a win is a win is a win is a win Cheers. in this league. Cheers. I, I – listen – I'm going to let you all talk, but there's a lot that I loved about what I saw in this game. I saw a lot of things that I loved, but I don't want to touch on that yet because I have to go with the bad. And the bad was that offensive line play, which was absolutely terrible. They were beyond lackluster. They were stagnant. They were bad. The first five incompletions that Jalen Hurts had were the the offensive line's fault. It it was bad. Jalen Hurts looked phenomenal, and that's what I liked about him. He yeah. made he, he he missed one throw to gain wealth that I saw that was pretty bad. But other than that, solid, <laughs> solid showing everything I wanted to see. Next point, that defensive line was absolutely garbage. They were getting gashed. And where the fuck was Jordan Davis? Yeah, so all right. So there there are two stats that I want to talk about, right? The the one that was floating around with Jordan Davis, the he so he played twenty one plays on the time in, in on the rushing plays where he was on the field. They averaged two point five yards per carry in the snaps where he was off the field. Anyone want to take a guess? Ten. It'll over over ten. I was going to say over ten. It was ten and a half. Ten point six. Like get that dude on the field. That dude is your first round pick. Get, yeah, but, that, get that guy on the field. But Don, Don, Jonathan Gannon said John Jordan Davis took advantage of the opportunities when he was in the game. Yeah, guess what, Joe? If Jordan Davis plays seventy <laughs> percent of the he's snap, about to blow a gasket just like <laughs> he Jonathan play, Gannon. He can have that same effect in seventy percent of the plays. Yep. Hey, hey. Any reason why uh, Vic Fangio has been hanging around a lot at practice? Yeah. <laughs> Vic Fangio, 
is the yet-to-be-announced defensive coordinator. <laughs> I mean, something's got to give because that's absolutely insane. Jordan Davis is the guy you took in the first round to be the run stuffer. And I'm sorry, Hargraves isn't the same player. He wasn't the same player he was two years ago. He wasn't the same player he was last year. Put the fucking big fella in and let the linebackers come in behind him, please. Like, Jesus fucking him and him and Cox. Cox was another one who looks last week looked washed. He was getting one on one and he was getting fucking roasted. Yeah. Like, dude, this is why I didn't want him back. I didn't care that he came back for a player friendly deal. The dude is done. The dude's done. I hope I'm wrong, but put fucking Jordan Davis in the game. Why are you dropping Hassan Reddick back in coverage? <laughs> wasn't Didn't I say that? Didn't I say that? So, something tells me I heard that last week. <laughs> come Joe. on, come on, JG. It's, it's not that hard, dude. You gotta. He's gotta get out of his own way, man. It's, dude, he's just fucking this thing up. Like, how? Just, just. I just want to know why Jordan Davis isn't playing. I want to know why you're not blitzing Hassan Reddick. Like, your corners aren't going to be able. And let's be real. Detroit had a lot of drops. Detroit had a shit. It could have been a lot worse than what it was. And that Bradbury interception was pretty much what we needed because, let's be real, we could have lost without that. Hey, listen, Rich Stradamus. Yeah, Yeah, Rich. Was was channeling in his uh, inner Madam Cleo. (laughs) Miss Cleo over here. How you doing? With the pick six, (laughs) right, Rich? And that turns out to be the difference maker in the game, right? Yeah. That rich, everything you were talking about in terms of the way that they kind of took their foot off the gas late yep. in the game, let them back in the game. When you look at games, and I'm just going to talk about like the the Chiefs Cardinals game, right? The Chiefs got up early and just stepped on their throat, yeah, and never let them back in the game, and that game was over in the, at the beginning of the second quarter. Like, if you have this team, there were two points in that game where they were up by 17. Like, if you have aspirations of being at the top of this division, and right now with the injury to Dak Prescott, and that that's not helping the Cowboys at all. Right now you're looking at Cooper Rush, mm-hmm. right? The, the Redskins, Redskins, the, the, the Commanders. They look- <laughs> the Commanders. They, the, they the look better, better than anticipated. And the Giants won suck. a game that they probably shouldn't have won. Giants suck. Right. Jay. Right. So th- this division it is there to be had. Yes. But if you let te- you're gonna if you if you play like that, you're gonna let teams back into games like that. There are games that are gonna be games that you're supposed to win that you're gonna end up losing. Jay, you've been quiet. And <laughs> I know you got some shit. I, mean, I want to hear it. The silent assassin is about to speak. <laughs> I mean, listen, at the end of the day, we got the W. And, yes, there's going to be quite a few things that were a little bit concerning to me. But I like to always start with the positive. And you touched on Jalen Hurts. And shout out to Philly Talk Podcast. I don't know if you guys follow the guy, but – the guy does phenomenal as far as, you know, looking at numbers and stuff. So this was his take on Jalen Hurts' clutch downs. 
So you had a third and 15. Jalen Hurts ran for 16 yards. You had a third and six. He ran for 10 yards. You had another third and four. He threw to Brown for 16 yards. Then the fourth and one, he scored a touchdown. Third and two, Goddard, 27 yards. Third and three, Brown, the 54-yard bomb. Yeah. Third and six, another Brown, 10 yards. Third and two, Pascal, seven yards. Third and four, he ran for five yards. And then that final fourth and one where he snuck for one yard. Yeah. If that does not tell you that this guy is clutch and he's a winner and he's a guy that has all the intangibles, like I get it that maybe he doesn't have the elite arm strength, but he has stuff that a lot of quarterbacks could only dream about, and that's that intangible. I will take that any day of the week, and I am excited. And But here's the kicker. If you're going to expect Jalen Hurts to play hero ball every single game, we are going to have problems. Because mm-hmm. you cannot have your quarterback in the line of attack 17 times where he gets hit, 17 rushes. I know seven of them were designed, so that means that another eight – or, I mean, another nine were scrambles where he was trying to get out of trouble. Right. You cannot expect your quarterback to do that every single game and think that he's going to be healthy. That is my big concern. No, when he had time to set his feet and throw the ball, he looked great. Yeah. And that's the thing that pissed me off is this O-line I, – I, I'm like I said – to my boys yesterday, it's week one, right? It's week one. Take it as the first game in the preseason, but it actually counts with everybody playing together. But they did not look congruent at all when they were playing with each other. They did not mesh well. It just looked bad. It was sloppy, missed assignments. Jalen Hurts, thank God he can run because if it was a statue back there, if it was, imagine if that was fucking Joe Flacco behind the line, he'd be dead. We would have gotten killed that game. So you had to use – Hurts had to use his strength in his legs to rush for 90 yards to keep us in that game because his defense wasn't bailing him out and his offensive line wasn't doing shit. I loved what Jalen Hurts did. Am I worried going forward? No, because I think they'll figure it out. I'm worried about that defense. I'm giving literally Gannon one more fucking week because that dude is the same fucking coach from last year, and that's the annoying part. He did not learn from his mistakes last year. You're going to drop back one of the best pass rushers in the league and Hassan Reddick last year into coverage instead of blitzing him. That makes no sense. You got a fucking 360-pound monster of a run stuffer. He plays 21, he plays 21 snaps and was a, an eight yards per carry difference maker. But he doesn't see the field after that because he's got to put Hargraves in. Why is uh, Milton in? Why is Milton in down on the goal line? Where, where was Davis? I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand what the fuck he thinks he's doing. Right. Because he's not outsmarting anybody. And he's making himself look more and more stupid. Well, and that that's the part that I don't get. Right? Like, what's going on? Like, Hey, Mike, um, kiss your face. That, that's the part that I don't get. I don't, I, don't, I don't get why you add all of these incredible additions to this defense. Guys that do exactly what you need them to do and then you put them in positions where they're not on the field. Like I don't I don't I don't understand that philosophy at all. But Jay to speak to your point about Hertz, I think for me like 
thing I loved, I love the escapability, right? His ability to be able to extend plays, to be able to get in space where he can get that first down, Ex- you know, you know, get it to where it's, it's a third and short, not a third and long. I think the thing for me that I'm going to look for moving forward is that like, I don't need him to be hero ball. Yeah. Right? Because there were plenty of, there were plenty of plays in that game where I'm looking at him getting crushed at the end of plays, right? He takes the one hit to the helmet where yeah. I thought like, Ooh, like, is he getting up from that one? I'm looking at like, okay, yes, he can use his feet to escape the pocket, <clears throat> but he's got to be able to look downfield. Yeah. Right. And as he's escaping, right. He escapes laterally and is able to maybe put the ball vertically, right. To get, you know, you, you look at some of the plays that, that Dallas Goddard made in space, right. He looked phenomenal, right. AJ Brown had probably the best debut for an Eagles wide receiver in recent history. Yeah. But it's inexcusable to me that Devontae Smith doesn't get a catch. I know he got, he got a couple of targets, but that guy, if AJ Brown is getting 11 catches for what a buck 55 and Dallas Goddard is being productive on the off, you know, in space, Devontae Smith also has to get the ball. Yeah. That guy can't go without a touch. Well, you also had him run the ball 17 times. So that's, that's also a problem. When he, when he's running the ball 17 times for 90 yards. Okay. Say he only runs 10 convert those other yards into passing yards, or maybe more than that. If you give Slim Reaper a chance to catch the ball, Jay, go ahead. Yeah. You have something. Well, cause I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the opposite side. I kind of disagree, Don, only because I feel that I feel that you're going to have games where AJ might not have that big game and Devonta is going to have a big game. I think this, the team that this team that they have built, you don't necessarily have to have that spread the ball mentality because I think that can sometimes be overrated. I look around the league at some of these other games. I saw it with the Raiders. You know, I was told, oh, now Devonta, Devonta Adams went to the Raiders. They're all of a sudden they're going to have all these weapons. It was the same thing in, in, in the Raiders. Devontae Adams had 17 targets. The next best guy had four targets. And that's Renfro, who last year was the Raiders' re- leading receiver. So yeah. you don't necessarily need to have a spread-the-ball mentality to win. But what I'm it saying, is, listen, I, listen, I'm just saying he needs to get ball at some point. To have A.J. Brown, a guy that has 10 catches for 155 yards, we've never seen that. I, I think the last guy to do the, – the, the highest debut for an Eagle before that, I believe, was uh, – he played back when Jeff Garcia was – I can't think of his name. Stoller. Stoller. Yes, Dante Stoller. Dante Stoller. They had 129 yards uh, receiving, and that was like the leading yardage for – you know, total for a uh, debut. <laughs> he did, Chris. He, he did. I, like I said, I'm not I don't sure think you're going to see – It's a joke, but yes, he did. He did. He Smith get – I don't think you'll see another game where he has zero catches. No. I think it comes to like the way that that game was going. And like Rich said, a lot of the running and the fact that Jalen was kind of running for his life half the time, like made it a little more difficult to kind of go through those progressions. Okay. But I get what you're saying that, yeah, you want to see 
you don't want to see him going to one guy because you're looking at it from the perspective of we need to see Jalen, you know, grow in the fact that he isn't able to. Right. I, listen, Jay, I want to see him get everybody involved. I got it. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. like that, that, that's kind of where I'm coming from. Right. I don't care if it's on a jet sweep that you get him the ball. I don't care if it's a screen. I don't care if it's a slant. I don't care if you send him on a fly route, but he has to touch the ball. Yeah. He's too dynamic a player to be on the field and not touch the ball and to be a distraction. Like he's, he's not a, a decoy. He's not a, not a decoy. <laughs> decoy. He's not a, yeah. Thank you. Distraction. He's being a distraction. Why would you ever say that, Don? But I, but as I said, I think you'll see it, Don, where I think you're, so too. You're going to have a game where Devonta Smith has 10 catches for 140 yards and AJ maybe has one or two catches. It's going to happen. Because you know what, Greg, think, you're, you're probably right. I think a lot of times the defense dictates, you know, where the passing game goes. And listen, if it's, if you're being successful to AJ Brown, then to me, it's like, keep doing it. Yeah. I, I'm all about that. Feed that feed the hot high. Yeah. Hot guy. Because like I said, look at Justin Jefferson. He was the same thing. Adam Thielen only had three catches Sunday. But I've seen games where Justin Jefferson last year only had two catches and Adam Thielen had uh, 10 catches. Yeah, but those two catches, Jay, were for like 110 yards and a touchdown. Right. (laughs) That's the difference with J.J. I agree. But but A.J. Brown, like I said, one of his was the the 54-yard bomb, which, by the way, I called. It wasn't. I was going to say, Jay Stradamus. That is, uh, he, he partially cl- cloned uh, Madam Cleo. My whole thing is, I don't think that you're, like like I was saying, it, it was all indicative of the line play. I think that if Hertz was actually able to, able to stay in the pocket a little bit longer and have a read, I think he would have been able to hit Devontae Smith on a, yeah. few, on a few routes. It's just the fact that when he was rolling, who is he going to look at? And who's running the underneath routes? Who's running the mid routes? And that's A.J. Brown. So A.J. Brown's running those routes. You got Ertz running the middle of the field. So, of course, he's going to, pep- he's going to pepper Brown. And Devontae Smith, he's going to be the, the, the medium to the go routes. So he's going to, he's going to take those long, the longer plays. And when you're on the run, who are you looking for? I'm looking for A.J. Brown. I am looking to, I'm not really looking to turn the ball off field and, and throw in a pick. You would have to think if smart. you're the Vikings this week, they're they're probably going to consider double double covering him, which is fine because they're right. going to. Right, well, Jay speaks exactly to what you're talking about, right? Which is double team AJ Brown. Fine, you're going to double team AJ Brown. Leave Devontae Smith on single coverage. Leave Goddard. Dallas Goddard on single coverage. Yep. Send Kenny Pick Gainwell out of the backfield. Put Pick Zach Smith on the slot. The problem with that. Which I don't like because we're just we're going to dive into right now. We're just going to go with the Vikings. Um, my worry is okay. Yes, double. You put uh, Garner Johnson and Slay over top of which I'm called over top of Justin Jefferson. You leave Bradbury on an island with Thielen. I'm completely content with that. Who's going to cover Dalvin Cook coming out of the backfield? Because that's, that's who? Oh, Hassan Reddick? Hassan Reddick going to cover? Because you're white. Because oh, you're white. Which is fine. I don't mind that. But when you say pick your poison, I mean, it, it could be death by a thousand cuts. You know what I mean? It was. Yeah. And they were really impressive on Sunday. They looked. And the good thing is, not not the good thing. The good thing for Justin Jefferson, he has a head coach who was scheming 
Cooper Cup to get open. So now Justin Jefferson is going to get schemed open all day, which is fine. Yeah. What you have to do is you kind of have to do what the Bills did to Cooper Cup. Let Cooper Cup get his. But take away everybody. Don't give anything to anybody else. Don't give anything to anybody else. Because Justin Jefferson's going to beat you, but you've got to keep a single high safety over over top. You can drop some guys back in the coverage, play, play the soft spots in the zone, let him run, get in the zone, but don't let him get past you. And then right. try to let Thielen and try to let the other guys beat you. Because who's Kirk Cousins really looking at now? Justin right. Jefferson. Who's going? Who throws really bad picks? Kirk Cousins. Cousins. Right. You kind of want to – it's the same thing with Stafford. It's that effect. When you're keying in on one guy, okay, we'll have Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson try to beat you. Don't let anybody else because he's going to make a mistake, and it's a primetime game. It's a primetime game. Yeah. We know what Kirk Cousins does in primetime games. Same thing with Stafford does. He loves looking for cup. He's going to make mistakes. We need our pass rush to get home this week. Yeah. We need to hit Kirk Cousins early and often to make him uncomfortable to where he is going to throw those terrible picks. And and in return, Minnesota's defense looked good. Okay, we can say Aaron Rodgers has no wide receivers, which he doesn't. No, you're right. But they still looked good. And Bakhtiari wasn't there. Doesn't matter. They still looked good on tape on Sunday. Yeah. So that is something to be worried about. Do I think I'm – am I worried about the Vikings? Yes, if we if the same Eagles team shows up. Yeah. yeah. If, if if the same team that shows up on Monday night is the same team that left Detroit, then For yeah, sure. they're in trouble. But they're you know what the thing is? This is going to be the NFC Championship preview game. I'm calling it right now. It's going to be Eagles Vikings. All right, Mark. Eagles Vikings in the cha- NFC Championship. Because what I saw from half these teams in the in the NFC on Sunday was it was just abysmal. Aaron Rodgers ain't shit without Devontae Adams. Right. Trey Lance, I don't care if it was a mud bowl and it was raining. Still, he's he's in that stupid decision-making. Mm-hmm. Now they lost Elijah Mitchell. Tom Brady looks fucking washed. He oh, looks yeah. fucking t- – he couldn't score – wait, did he score one touchdown? He scored oh. one touchdown against that putrid Dallas defense. He looked awful. Dallas yeah. sucks. Yeah. Not worried about Carson Wentz. And then who else do we have? Seattle? I mean, right? <laughs> How did that know. happen? Like, listen, Rich, Arizona looked pedestrian at best. They, their defense is atrocious without J.J. Watt. Right. They have zero pass rush whatsoever. And I, I know there's no Rondell Moore, there's no D-Hop, but they're going to be pro- possibly 0-6. <laughs> and then in week seven when D-Hop comes back. They do not scare me because Kyler is going to still be Kyler. He's going to try to do too much. And let's be real, their defense is fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not really worried about this division if the Eagles keep their foot on the gas on offense. Yeah, I mean, listen. We just need to be a different team on Sunday. Keep the offense the same, just addition by subtraction, just play better <laughs> on the offensive line, take a little pressure off of Hurts, and – Play, play the better, play the better guys more. Yeah, play, play the better the guys more. Play the suckier guys less. Yeah. Right, it's not rocket science, right? Yeah. And Rich, like you have to put in a lineup that's going to get guys home. That's going to put Kirk Cousins under pressure. Who's going to stop Dalvin Cook? Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. Right. Jordan if, Davis. If you hopefully if, he's on the field. Right. Yeah, for at least watch, if you watch that tape, 
of Sunday and watch the Vikings, Jordan Davis has to be on the field twice as much, if not more, than he was against yeah. the Lions, right? Because, listen, and I'll be the first one to admit it, I severely underestimated him as a runner going into that game because he played really well. Like, he ran behind that line really well. Yeah, Miles looked great. So, if I'm Jonathan Gannon, right, Jordan Davis has to be on the field. I don't need any NASCAR packages. I don't need a bunch of defensive ends on the field at one time. I need a bunch of dudes that are going to stop the run. Yeah. Or guys that are going to clog up the line and let and let the, the second and third level guys really get in space and get to where they can – really make a dramatic effect on that running game. Joe, Don, or Joe, Jay? I can't disagree. I, I think the key to, to, to beating the Vikings is, is A, stop the run, and B, I would like to see the Eagles try to run the ball a little more with their running backs. I think Miles Sanders had a decent game. I still think that Miles Sanders can be used more. Um I think Kenny Gainwell, I would like to see a little bit more from him as well as far as, uh, you know, getting involved in the run. Um, I think if you can run the ball and make it a time of possession game, that's the kind of game that can stop Justin Jefferson from running all over and running rush out over your team. Because if you get in a game where you kind of make it a shootout, you're going to have a problem. Oh, yeah. No, I, I can tell you, Justin Jefferson, like I said, I saw him 30 yards open on every single play, like ridiculously open. Like, and yes, he was not playing against cornerbacks of the caliber of um, the Eagles. Well, but Green yeah. Bay, let's, let's make no mistake. So they have Jair Alexander. A, well, I was just going to say, Green Bay has a very good. But the problem with that was Jair Alexander didn't shadow him. Jair Alexander stayed on one side, which was absolutely stupid of uh, Taylor, right? Taylor? Is it Taylor, their coach? Jonathan, no, right. No, what's their coach's name? LaFleur. Oh, Matt LaFleur. Sorry, Matt LaFleur. He played on one side. Like, why is your best corner not following him around? Like, Jair Jair Alexander is no slouch. But Jair Alexander is not even in the frame. Like, what are you you doing? Like, again, stupidity. It was bad. Dude, he was wide open on almost every fucking. Oh my play. god, like thirty yards open. Like he could have had about one play where he was just running around in circles and, and Dude, it like was goofy. the other way. I'm like, my god. Just- to, to touch on Sanders real quick, seven point four yards per carry. Yeah, yeah. seven point four. Yeah, and he only had, I think, thirteen rushes. For thirteen rushes. Yeah, for yeah. ninety-six yards. You know. 96, right? And he had a that clutch, that fourth down run where he starts straight ahead and then bounced it to the left, man. Was a huge play. Huge play. I mean, they miss, they don't get that first down. You know, um, Detroit's got the ball, I think, at the four, our 40 yard line. Yeah, we lose. You know, so, I mean, they could go down and get a field goal. They could go down and get a touchdown. That was a huge play by Sanders. But, you know, you have a big lead like that. You've, you've got you've to be able to run the ball to run the clock. 
Agreed. You got to be able to get three or four yards of carry, gets first downs, run that clock down when you when you've got a big a big lead like that. So whatever they need to do with that offensive line in the run game and the blocking, they need to they need to get it figured out and they need to get it figured out quick. Yeah. Well, and to speak to that, Joe, I think to to combine what you were saying and what Jay was saying, I think the best way to play defense against Justice Jefferson is to have a really good run game where you can keep Justin Jefferson off the field. Yeah. Right. The more that you can keep him off the field, obviously the less effect he can have on that game. Cause when he is on the field, he can pretty much get wherever he wants, whenever he wants. So, yeah. Your, your best, your best rusher and your the scariest runner on your team should not be your quarterback. No, no, not at all. So let's go with predictions. What are we predicting? Jay, you started off. So I haven't really had a long time to kind of analyze it, but if I'm a betting man, I'm going to say it's going to be another high-scoring game. I'm going to say Eagles 24, Vikings 21. Okay. What's your key play? We need it. So my key play, I'm going to go Devonta Smith with a 45-yard touchdown. Okay. I'm going to roll, reverse the roll, not 54. It's going to be 45. I like it. All right. Joe, what do you got? We got Joe, Joe. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you've got two good teams, two good offenses. Um, we're at home. The crowd's going to be fucking bonkers. Uh, I got Monday night, baby. <laughs> 30, 30, 30 27. Huh, Don? It's a doubleheader Monday night. There's two Monday night games. It was That's an early right. game. That's right. But we, you know, we're, I'm we're sorry. Game is more important. 30, 27 Eagles. Dallas Goddard, 24-yard touchdown. Okay. Keep playing the game. I like it. All right, Rich, what do you got? Oh, man, I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be a shootout. I'm going to go Eagles 38 again. 38-33. Eagles Eagles win. And they're going to seal the deal. Oh, boy. What is it now? With a CJG or CGJ interception. That's how it's going to seal the deal. Kirk Cousins is going to drop back at their 40. He's going to be looking for Justin Jefferson. He's going to step in front, take it from him, and that's going to end the game. Love it. I love Beautiful. it. Beautiful. I love it. Listen, I'm got to go, Mike. Got to go. We got done. Listen, I. I was kind of in that in that high thirties, low twenties, or mid twenties. So I'm going with a thirty-one twenty-eight. Okay. But the key play is going to be late in the fourth quarter. Eagles are up three. Jordan Davis with a big sack, forced fumble. Jordan deal late in the game, and just soaks in the crowd. <laughs> the link is about to explode. <laughs> 
and he just he just he just eats. I'm I'm gonna say he breaks through the line, gets a gets a sack and a force fumble to 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 seal the deal late. Go thirty-one twenty-eight birds. Hey Joe, coach, what, don't you dare take me out of the game. <laughs> Joe, what's Don smoking that he believes Gaddon's gonna do the right thing? <laughs> Don's usually like the I'm you know playing safe, and he goes. Jordan Davis is going to be on the field in the fourth quarter. I'm like, wow, man, that's that's a lot of faith in Gannon. I love it though, Don, because I could I want to see that happen. If if I see a play during the game where Hassan Reddick is chasing Dalvin Cook down the sideline, <laughs> I'm probably going to break my TV. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna I'll call our hotline <laughs> and just cry. This would be sounds of a, a grown man sobbing. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, listen. Gentlemen, with with that, oh wait, Adams, Adams got a quote, right? Adams going 45-41 birds. Woo, man. With a high score. Super high. Okay, Adam. All right, Adam. I see you, buddy. I like it. Gotta go with those D-backs, baby. And listen, we got uh, all right, the over under is 51 and a half. I'm, I'm taking I'm the over. Oh my god, I'm gonna go over. <sighs> I, I like it. Like score out of the bunch. Eagles played well. Chiefs, Chiefs played one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, yes, they did. I mean, you got that right. Yeah, they Listen, wiped they wiped the floor with the Cardinals. That and that was probably wasn't too hard. No. no, no, not at all. And they, they like I said, they look pedestrian at best. So with that, gentlemen, the time done. has arrived. The, the the new segment has arrived. Get a, get on. Everybody's got to get on it, Firm Rock, because we're getting on the Broad Street Line. This is the Broad Street Line, where Philly sports fans leave all of their sports hot takes. Don't forget to tune in every Wednesday at 8.30 when we listen to your live reactions to the thrill of victory or the agony of defeat. Listen. If That's you dope. Who did the voiceover? Ah, listen. Well. Found Secret. a free website where you can do the book. You can. Oh, they have God. Right? I was like, so, "Who's your friend? He's got a great voice." Uh, my, my friend is some dude on, on the internet. Nice, Don. Internet friends, I love it. Some dude internet on Google friends. Voice. Listen, internet <laughs> friends are friends. Hey. Call the Broad Street Line and listen at eight thirty. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That'd be the voice the I would. Have. Go ahead, listen, like the, the number scrolling across the bottom, right? And, and the, the idea is to be able to get that real-time fan interaction. Um, but the first one, listen, we got to – I'm, I'm going to shout out a guy who is constantly at these events, constantly showing up to people's live events, listening to people's shows, right? So the first, the first call, we got to go with our boy. Yeah, Hey, Hardy wins the call of the night. Oh, dude. 
Adam, my man. That was great. Nice. Well, you guys know Dallas. Fucking right, Adam. Right. <laughs> Dallas week isn't isn't for a while, right? But Adam's got the priority straight, right? Go birds. Go birds. And Dallas sucks. Dallas sucks. Adam, great call, buddy. Great call. Oh, That's the game on Monday, man. That's awesome. Yeah, no, awesome. that's super cool. Um, all right, so now here we go. Uh, all right, so this was the one that got me. This oh, was at, this was at one forty on Sunday in the middle of the Eagles game and the middle of the, <coughs> the middle of one o'clock games, right? right. How was the first call that we get to this line from a fan about a guy who doesn't even play with his team? And listen, I'm going to let you all just listen to this. Is I it J.J. Ortega Whiteside's mom? It's not. Damn. But it, but it, but it, but it sounds like Carson Wentz's brother. Oh, great. Here we go. My hot take this year. Carson Wentz goes on a revenge tour and manages to bring the uh, commanders to win the division, potentially an NFC championship. The birds have wronged many people over the years, and I think that it's time for their vengeance to come swiftly and toughly. My hot take is Jalen Hurts goes 10 tutties, 20 picks, for his finish with uh, 7-10 record. And... that's it. I think they got to do right by their guys. I think they got to make a public apology to the fans, to Carson Wentz, to Nick Foles, to Doug. They got to make some things right before we can move on from all this. 2017 still looks like it was yesterday, even though it was five years ago. What is this guy smoking? That's, that's my high case. All right. Listen, I heard that. All right, so let's unpack this for half a second here. All right, so he starts off by saying Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz is taking the 2022-23 season to be on a revenge tour. Yes, I know that man threw two touchdowns in the first half of that game, but you didn't even give him a whole game to say he's on the revenge tour? And then to say that the birds did him wrong and that it's time – that, that he thinks he's going to get vengeance on the Eagles? I just there, there was a lot here to unpack that I just didn't see. That Jalen Hurts is going to get 10, 10 tutties and 20 picks, and the birds are going 7 and 9? <laughs> I think there was a lot of whiskey being drank before yeah. that phone call. We're, we're a lot of meth. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mike was right. He's I, taking drunk on Broad. Yeah. He he was Mike, yes. On Broad <laughs> yeah. But like, to, to, like I, I think they have to make an apology to Carson Wentz and Nick Foles and to Doug. And like, who the fuck? All right. Listen, I don't know. But whoever left this message, right, please make sure you call back and. And, yeah. and, and give us some more hot takes because, good Lord, I don't even know what to do with all that 54 seconds of content. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, I don't fucking get it, but all right. No. All right, dude. Cool, bro. I guess the Eagles are going to throw the ball 700 times for Jalen to throw 20 picks. That's not going to fucking happen. Oh, listen. I, <laughs> I love you. You're like, I'd like some good stuff. This guy <laughs> 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 No, man. 
Somebody open a window. Listen, the, the next one is from someone who was commenting on our earlier, you know, on, on the here about the, the Eagles and, uh, and Chiefs. So she was checking in. Hi, my name is Cynthia. Um, I am so happy. I really enjoy your show, uh, watching you guys. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks. I'm happy about sports. About the Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs, my team. All right. And can't wait to hockey Go and stuff. It's going to be interesting. Go hockey. All the football team playing. It's hoping Eagles will win again. It's more fantastic. And my Kansas City, too. Um, thank you. Bye. All right. Yeah. Hey, great ball. I'll take yeah. it. That's, that's positivity. I like yeah. it. Hey, listen, my, my next door neighbors are from Kansas City, Missouri. Good barbecue. Good barbecue. Good barbecue. But listen, they got their Chiefs flag flying in the front of the house. So, hey, listen, your Chiefs played well. I like it. Kick the shit out of the Cardinals. We kind of kicked the shit out of Detroit. Right. <laughs> I think I think Mahomes is on a revenge tour. Oh, he is. Oh, that's yep. fucking. How about the how about the the two a throw to Tyree Kill when he was wide open and he skipped it to him? I was dying. <laughs> and they just replayed it over and over, and they're like, "Yo, Tyree Kill's walking back to Kansas City." <laughs> oh my god! All right, so the comments are coming in now. So Adam saying. But it was probably a cowgirls fan. Could have been. Right. Call back. We know it was you. I, I, wasn't even, I can't even make up that voice. That voice sounds so pencil tucky. It's it's ridiculous. And Chris, that was too, too much, much drunk. Was drunk. <laughs> Chris, I agree. Yeah. I'm too drunk to oh, taste God. this chicken. Now listen, <laughs> the, the last one, we had a special, we had someone very, very special call in. Someone who's near and dear to the birds. His voice, you may recognize. Oh, great. Yes, good evening. This is Merrill calling from Bluebell, Pennsylvania. Uh, just calling in uh, to give my rundown of Sunday's game. Jalen Hurts was spectacular. <laughs> they really took the offense by the horns. He made play <laughs> He was awesome. Single-handedly got them out of a lot of different jams. Let's see what happens this week against Minnesota. It's going to be a bigger test. You know, we'll see. We'll see what we have at a quarterback this week. Really, <laughs> this week. <laughs> but Jalen. Really rose to the. He's getting old, man. (laughs) Getting away from pressure, which is in his face instantly a lot. How about our guy, AJ Brown? (laughs) AJ Brown. Um, move that lost by Howie. Spectacular. (laughs) All right, we gotta wait for it, Harry. Go birds. <laughs> listen, listen. We got we gotta have Matt. We, listen, special oh, thanks to to Merrill Reese for yeah, calling. Thanks, in. Merrill. 
we we appreciate your feedback. I don't know how you found the oh, the, the drop on brawl call in line, but a little you know, less scotch, Merrill. A little less scotch. <laughs> That's some good whiskey there, Joe. Maybe, Spectacular maybe, whiskey. Maybe one too many edibles. <laughs> um, I just love the long pauses. That was the best part. Oh, like, that was great. He's getting older. Like, cut him some slack. That was classic. Oh, dude, <laughs> special. Yeah, re- really, truly, thank people that called in. Thanks. Oh, yeah. you know, and, you know, we, we've been trying to kind of put the uh, the online assault on anything Philly sports related to put that stuff out there. So um, if you're hearing this and, and you want to put that, uh, you want to have your, your your content heard on on the show, you know, Call in, let us know, let us know what you think. In the moment, while the game's going on, you know, have that, have that in in game, in the moment reaction while you're, uh, while you're watching the game, man. We we would love to hear it and love to play, especially if we got like, you know, Monday night if there's an exciting play. Oh, please let us hear it. Call in, even if it's ten seconds, thirty seconds, just to hear the excitement of, of how you're feeling right in that moment. Um, and you're seeing the number call you know, down the bottom. If you're hearing this, uh, you're going to call 267-405-3062, and you're going to leave your Philly sports hot tape right at the door for us to play. And That was and, awesome. Uh, it was cool. That was, that was, really, that was really cool. Uh, not yeah. going to lie. That, that hit me in my feels. That, that, was, that, was, that was good. I enjoyed it oh, all. That's, that's never not going to be entertaining. No, that's, that's going to be so much fun to listen right. to. Especially and, if somebody comes to, totally hammered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you laughing, man. We're, we're, here for, we're here for all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, whatever. We don't care what kind of state you're in. Just call. Yeah, just, I, could just call. See, I could see an angry rich call in the line sometime soon, too. <laughs> yeah. if, I see, if I see fucking um, – Jonathan Gannon. Jonathan Gannon, but if I see somebody get activated from the practice squad and in a game, I'm calling the hotline. Davion Taylor, you stay the fuck away from my dude. <laughs> I swear to God, I see that dude on the field and get called up in practice. Joe, don't you even – don't put that evil on me. Don't put that evil on me. But it, it, he's good in coverage, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. That's great. I'm gonna cry. He knows. He knows the system. <laughs> he knows. Yeah, he knows. He knows uh, Jonathan Gannon's system of fuck it. Let's just try this. <laughs> oh, it didn't work. Mm. Oh shit. Maybe oh, next God. week. <laughs> Maybe next week. Hey Vic, what should I do? <laughs> Resign. <laughs> oh, gentlemen, let's roll into final thoughts. Go ahead, Jay. <coughs> Kick it off. Well, just uh, shout out to all the first responders. Uh, Sunday was 9-11, and I really believe that as a country, we kind of shit the bed this year as far as 9-11. Like, it wasn't even covered. Yeah. Um, and, you know – I saw more things being covered about the Queen of England passing away than I did about 9-11, which is sad. It just tells you where our country is as far as, uh, you know, the media. So, you know, just keep all first responders, anybody that you know, you know, always keep them in your prayers because, you know, they're out there doing the real work. 
I mean, they're the real heroes, and uh, they don't get enough. They don't get enough credit on a daily basis. So, shout out the first responders, and uh, RIP to everybody from 9/11. Yeah, that's good, Jay. Respect, Joe. What do you got? Uh, what do I got? I guess where I'm coming from today is. I guess it's just about supporting each other, um, ch- checking in. You know, like we all talk amongst ourselves, and we check in. You know, on our on the uh, the drunk on Broadway, we text each other and this and that. Um, I think we just collectively, I myself included, I think everybody needs to be more. Um, connected with each other or just involved or asking questions or really seeing how people are. Um, it's It really can go a long way. Just, hey, how you doing? How's your day? How's your week? You know, you know, you could shoot a text. It's, it's one thing to text somebody, hey, how you doing? It's another. It's another thing to to stop by or to actually call them on the phone. Nobody does that anymore. No. Nobody does that anymore because we're too busy, or you know, life gets in the way. You know what what happened before all the gadgets that we have with the seventy five social media apps and and the cell phones and the and the and the fancy cell phones and the fancy iPads and the fancy computers and all the shit and electronic bullshit that we have now, which we all love. Don't get me wrong. I mean I'm a I, I live on Twitter. I'm on Twitter like probably every two to four seconds. But <laughs> but, but there's always a but you know just stopping by somebody's house or calling them on the phone is is a lost art. And it's something that we need to be better. We all need to be better at as men, women, both, whatever, friends, family, whatever, coworkers. It's, I just think it's something that needs to be, um, better handled and just needs to be executed. We just need to execute guys. We need to execute playoffs. Talking about playoffs. You do your job. <laughs> oh my God. Well, listen, uh, that's good. It, the, the sentiments that you guys, uh, shared much more important than the, uh, YouTube rabbit hole. I was going to talk about it. Talk about it, John. This is fine. Um, whatever. The fuck okay. Okay. I got stuck in the. I don't know if you have you heard of Harry Mack. No. Oh, okay. I I I apologize to all of your spouses ahead of time, um, because I, he is a freestyle guy that I ran across over YouTube, and then saw him on Facebook. But he does stuff through an app called Omegle, which I didn't know about either, which is like a chat room kind of thing. But he does these incredible freestyle raps where, like, he'll ask the person for, like, three words. 
and then he does this like four minute rap where he includes them in in the rap. And then he's also talking about what they're wearing, what's in the room. I was like fascinated by it. It's incredible the way that he's able to lyrically put all of these pieces together instantaneously. I just was blown away. So what's his name? It's called Harry Mack. Off to check it out. Yeah, it's it's something. I'm gonna just apologize in advance because you're gonna waste a serious amount of time listening to this dude rap about nothing and something all at the same time while using random nonsense words that people give him on a social media site that is like a chat room. I love it. I love it. Rich, what do you got? Final thoughts. I don't know, man. There were some good ones. Love Jays, because I completely agree. We yeah. give it the fuck more about a fake queen than we did our our own tragedy that happened. We're like, talking about that today. Like that was that was just that was just sad. Like I, when people at my work were like, "Oh my god, the queen's dead," and I'm like, "Beyonce?" <laughs> I literally said, "I'm like Beyonce," and they're like, "No, the Queen of England." I'm like, "Okay, family built off incest and weird shit." Like I'm I'm good. I'm out. Didn't do anything to correct the wrongs of the past of their family. I'm out. I'm cool. I don't need to talk about them. <laughs> like how I look at, you know, everything like today is kind of like, like yesterday I was looking at like PB and rock or PNB rock from Philly was gunned down in, in uh, Florida or not Florida in LA and an attempted robbery yesterday. Another rapper dead. Right. I'm just looking and seeing like the insurmountable amount of gun violence and it's, it's frightening. As, and that's coming from somebody who has a firearms license, but who has never owned a gun because it just scares me. I just see too much violence and I see too much hate and I see too much of people not wanting to understand other people, whether it be because of ethnicity or religion or just they don't have time to understand where people are coming from. And I think that's where we, we are lacking as people is because – we need those interactions that keep us sane, one, for talking to different people because it's a very quiet life when you have nobody to talk to. But two, you need to be able to understand where people are coming from for things to happen. And I think we don't give our fellow people, whether it be each other or people on the outside, enough time to get to know them, to just get a basic understanding of who they are as people, which frightens me because I met a lot of people and I had some great conversations. One of my favorite conversations I had is I was a devout Christian for a very long time, Catholic, sorry, Catholic. And it was me, a Baptist, an atheist, and I forget, and um, my buddy Muhammad, or not Muhammad, my buddy, uh, uh, what the fuck, Omar, and he was uh, Muslim. So it was great having just conversations with different people and we just, shot the shit for like four hours and just got to know each other and got to respect each other and got to understand each other and see where people are coming from, from their different beliefs, either of not believing or believing in this God and believing in this prophet and believing in, in this. It's just, it lacks and it, it shows because people are completely ignoring each other in today's society. And I don't like it. I just think that we need to be more human 
Like it's sad when dogs and animals have more compassion than humans do. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's, that's frightening for the world that our children are going to grow up in and their children's going to grow up in. And once you lose that sense of morality and this, that ethical code and that sense of being human, then what are you? And it's just, it scares me. So just go out there, have conversations with different people. Like, like Joe said, connect with people, even if you don't know them at work. I, I mean, I work with a diverse population. I try to talk to everybody every day when I'm in passing. How are you? What's going on? What's up? Just to get to know them. And every time I walk down the hallway, they all say hi to me. I say hi to them. How you doing? You look great. Love the hair today. How you feeling? You need help with anything? Like just talk to people. It goes a long way. You need that connection. You need to feel human. Like you need, we, need to, we need to do better looking out for each other, but we need to do even better understanding each other. And that's where we're falling short. And it's fucking scary. Agreed. Couldn't put said it better. It's a yeah. very good final thought. Well, yeah, Rich. All of them. Gentlemen. Love you guys. It's been real. It's you, been buddy. Fun. Listen, we'll, we'll put out our, our official predictions uh, on Sunday with the uh, with the game day poll. But you know, go check out our sponsors. Chime in on the uh, on, on the, the broad street line. Give us your your, your feedback. That. We'll be playing them on the episodes. So, uh, oh, one more thing, Don. One more, more thing. Go. So I want to start. Anybody who has a small business out there and wants, I'm not saying like advertisement because obviously like we're, we don't want anything from you um, in return, nothing like that. But we, I want to start trying to plug some small businesses as much as possible in the Philadelphia, New Jersey area. Uh, like I'm getting my speakers done on Saturday at Dynamic Auto in Lawnside. And I asked uh, Milan, the owner, he used to own a shop and they used to, were over in Philly on Broad Street for a long time. And they moved over here and I was talking to them. I'm like, Hey man, give me your, just give me your logo. Like, let me shout out your business. Like we'll, we'll pull up your stuff and just, they're all word of mouth. And you know, like as a community, I want to see these small businesses thrive. And like I said to them, like, I don't want anything from you, bro. I just love the job you guys do. The cars you do are sick. Everything you do is like, I didn't even hear of you. I had to like Google it. So yeah. I want to start, I want to try to plug as That's many cool. That's small business, like we do for other podcasts because you know we're we're a community i want to draw business mm-hmm. to other people that that need it that deserve cool. it that aren't the walmarts and the targets like hey let's let's try to figure this out and like we do a podcast dom we had that whole episode and you still cool. do it all the time you know we need to support each other we need to support our communities and i think that's a great idea so if you have a small business please send us an email or send us a, a message on facebook on instagram we would love to plug it. Sure. Give, us, give us a logo. Give us a decal. Give us a little description. I don't care. We don't want anything from you. We just want you guys to be successful as, as we're wishing ourselves in this endeavor to be successful. So let's help each other out and let's let's do this. Let's do it the right way. Like we need to start inspiring others to do the, the right thing and to help others. And it starts with us. And I think that's where we can make our impact. You got, we have four positive, awesome people on this podcast. And yes, I threw myself in there, but Jason does great work with his mental health. Don, you do great work in the schools. Joe, you just do great work all around, baby. You do. I'm sorry about Thank that deer, deer under your window. <laughs> that just sucks. Yeah, she's she's still chilling there, so I got to figure out what the heck's going on. Jesus Christ, get a shovel, Joe. Just get a shovel. Uh, I, I, I can't do that. She's still alive, man. Yeah, it's so fucked. I so can't fucked. do that. I can't, I can't bring myself to do that. No, that's tough. 
But seriously, if you got anything, send it to us. And Don, yes. guess what? They fucked around. They found out. That's what Who happened. Who was that fuck Spike Eskin? Fuck Spike Eskin. Fuck the show. Who, who else was I fucking? Who, who last Do week? Wait, whoa, wait, what? No. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> anyway. In other who was it? Deshaun Watson, Spike hey, Eskin, or somebody else? You, have you added somebody. Davion uh, Taylor comes back. Remember that. Shut up, Joe. I keep back everything <laughs> nice I just said about it. Was you it a bird? Was it a bird or like a fish? I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> there was, I was too bearded. Who did you get at last week? I don't know. I think it was like maybe a food. I don't remember. I got to go back and listen. All right, we're done. Go, <laughs> go Birds. Goodbye, go, go Birds. birds. <laughs> Call the hotline. Call the hotline.